Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sip kombucha for your womb. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, girls. Welcome back to It Girls Podcast. With your hosts, we have Jenny Cluffy. Hello. And on the right hand side, we got Lindsay Hamilton. Hello. <laughs> that was random. <laughs> what the hell? I feel like Tony McGregor is just going to pop up. If only one. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Outsider. Outsider, as you guys know, is the freshest and the flyest cider out there. So go grab a can, crack one open like I'm about to do. Let's get that ASMR on that bitch. And enjoy. Um, Lindsay, do we have any news that we would like to tell our gals of what happened at the end of last week? Okay, girlies. So, um... Uh, something happened today which was awkward for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> Honey. Oh, sorry. I'm already getting. You're too getting. Tiny. You're getting too I'm forget- far. I'm forgetting. Of- There's so much news, bitches. Yes, we do have more shit to promote to you, but you're gonna want to know about it. We obviously told you guys last week that we have another live show coming up, and you bitches hate the term came hard. <laughs> <laughs> Orgasmed. You guys sold out our mother effing show. So cheers to that, hon. Cheers, hon. Um, this is a very cool moment for us. In- um, so very it's, surreal it's bad luck not to drink so. oh, true. Mm. it was it, a really cool moment for us because with the first live show um, I think it took a couple of weeks to get to that point of yeah. selling Yeah, and so we were just kind of predicting that it would be of similar like time scale yeah. that we would sell like you know a couple hundred tickets in two weeks but literally it was eight hours it was a work day because I remember at 9am they went on sale and by six o'clock as I was sitting down for me tea um, They were sold out Which is just mad So thank you so much To everyone who bought tickets For the 5th But obviously Due to popular demand We have added a second show So just in case you guys Didn't hear uh, We are now doing The 4th and the 5th Of December In the Sugar Club uh, They're both Going to be fucking Lit shows So go on over You can google if Google I sound like my mom. Google it, guys. Get on the Google. In Ticketmaster. No, open Ticketmaster.com, search for it, gals, or the link to the 4th of December is in our bio on Insta. Yeah, I actually personally find it easier to do it via Instagram. Yeah. Um, so if you do have Instagram, that would be, because it's just, you know, the link in bio and it's straight to the page. You don't have to be doing true, all the and that. And um, yeah, so we're so excited about that. And like obviously the first one sold out really really quick so if you don't have so anything to do on the 4th of December this is the perfect kind of night that if you want to have like a gal's Christmas kind of 
night out, you know, and this is something that you can do. You don't have to pre-book a table somewhere. Everything's going to be super booked up in December. It's going to be a deadly gals night out, high energy. And like, same with the last show, people were bringing their boyfriends, their GBFs. Their going pals, alone. Going alone. Um, everyone enjoyed the show. There was not one person who wasn't standing at the end of that, like loving the whole experience. So... As well, the show, we made sure to tailor it to people who it's not for purely for listeners of the podcast. There's no kind of keeping up or catching up. So if you want to bring a girl who may not have listened to it guys before, she will be able to just be lolling away as well. Yeah. It's like a stand-up comedy show. Basically like stand-up comedy, a bit more interactive, a bit more personal, less like joke, joke, joke. Like it's just a bit more chit-chatty, but obviously we have the absolute laws. Um, so we've got we heard for the yesterday I think the tickets are about a third sold out at the moment uh, which is with pretty much very little push from me and Lindsay so if you guys are interested we would encourage you to go get your tickets I would think it it will probably sell out by sometime in November so I am burping Cider always makes me burp. Um, <laughs> it's so bad. Every time I listen back to this fucking podcast, I'm like, Jenny, always like, it's, I think it's like I speak so fast and I don't breathe. I think I'm, you're breathing in too much. You're like, no, it's because I'm like, the burp coming out. And I just don't want to like literally go, like, belch into the microphone. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, gulp segment. Go get your tickets. They are 20 euro plus booking fee. I think it comes out to about 22 quid. Think of it like, as Lindsay said, girls night out for Christmas. It's going to be fun. It's early as well. The probably like they usually finish up around eleven. So you know, if you're in work the next day, it's not a big commitment to like a two a.m. night. You know that way. It's yeah. like you can take it easy. You can get the last bus home, or you can come out with us after. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, go get your tickets again. Link in bio or uh, on Ticketmaster, and we will see you on the fourth, and we'll see you on the fifth. We cannot freaking wait. Thank you again for all this about. So, sorry, the tea I was about to spill. No, get to that tea. The girls are like, Jenny, you bitch. Yeah, cutting through. Um, The anticipation though, girlies. Um, Okay, so I was on Twitter yesterday. Um, Okay, well, to break down the story. Or no, when I talk about the tweets. Sure, I'll talk about the tweets. Yeah, why not? I obviously have like, okay, I'm on 20k on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is grand. It would be considered microblogging or micro what is it micro influencer, influencer or whatever yeah. yeah if you're under 50k that is kind of what i've even heard it thrown around under 100k which is sick Mad i kind of feel that would make sense though like it, i think it's more like irish terms i would say probably under probably under 50 would be in our irish yeah. terms because like not many people are over 100k it's only really started to get now a thing that 100k is a thing in ireland yeah do you know that way like i mean mm-hmm. whereas like in like the greater like I remember uh for a brand I worked the last brand I worked for like a microblogger for them was under a million whoa <laughs> they were like it's not worth our while going for anyone under a million like because it was worldwide bloggers yeah it's mad sorry that's just a tangent but I just find that fucking it is crazy. mad so yeah I I think once I started I, when I once I reached the 20k uh I definitely noticed in my email I was getting just random I wouldn't know who it was like Ahmed O'Neill or it's just some random ass name and I'd open it up and it would be like I love Ahmed O'Neill where did that come from so the <laughs> prince of the <laughs> Irish mother <laughs> and it would be like hey we sell like 
you know, these really cool cups. <laughs> tanning mitts. Tanning mitts, whatever, like some random thing that I know that they just found me off some kind of like grid. I don't know why I'm sorry, having the giggles over Ahmed O'Neill. I know, I'm fancy him. He kind I, of like, you know, it's hand up Prince with a knockout accent. <laughs> <laughs> a Celtic tattoo. <laughs> One of those intricate Celtic crosses. Yes. Oh, I'm horny for you. Am I be right? Does MMA, baby? Is it still bright out? No, no, it's not. No, it's, sorry, it's actually the reflection. Anyway, fucking what are we like going off on these tangents? Um, but what I'm trying to say is, once I started reach 20k, you notice a few random emails coming in, kind of with offers and stuff. And some of them are good, like obviously clothing brands and stuff that you would have bought off before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of them I'm like, what the F is this freaking website? Yeah. Like I got one and it was from an American online a jeweler and they were saying like, check out our stuff. It, we'd be in the first email was like a link to their website and like just check out our stuff. We'd love to see if you'd be interested in receiving a free item. And I was mm. like, I like free things. So I clicked the link and like the website was kind of random and it was like those nameplate necklaces there was other few random bits that just most definitely wasn't my style like I've got emails before where I'm like oh obviously they sought out they actually probably like you know physically looked at my Instagram and saw yeah. that like you can always tell con- yeah but this one was just very generically written and I could just tell they must have however they got my email it wasn't like a personal fit for me you know right, like it wasn't yeah. connected to my style or whatever and I was like okay yeah I'd be interested like I you know would like the reset but however I wrote back it was semi-professional tried and um, then they came back again with the kind of what we we would like to send you and or yeah we would like to send you one item they came back with like the terms yeah the terms and then they were like in return for that we would hope to, we would expect to see two stories um twice during the week and also two permanent posts over a two week time scale or something and I was just like okay and I looked at the price of this uh, necklace and I think it was like $29 which is like 25 euro and it was like gold plated so it wasn't like it was the cost for them would probably be about $3 yeah you know that way like I mean when you think of the cost to them it'd be about three quid yeah so I was thinking that's a bit random because I've got stuff before like usually a brand would kind of say um, you know we if you like your item we'd love to see you post about it on social media they but suggest it, it yeah yeah it's, but it was and that's also usually because and this isn't one for like the girlies to be looking out at <clears throat> it's because if a brand requests you like actually puts it in the terms that, like you have to post X amount of times the person who posts legally is obliged to put an ad because that's when it makes it an ad when you're saying I'm giving you this and we expect this that automatically means it's a sponsored post but that's how you don't have to put like hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad like if say for example Lindsay and I got kindly gifted some nice stuff from Pretty Little Thing a few weeks ago but like they were never like and we want you to post this and this amount of times if they did do that we would have to hashtag sponsored or ad even if they didn't pay us because it, it's like a weird yeah. kind of technical. so brands have those like certain um, ways that they would write an email because yeah. obviously for their reach it probably looks better if it's more of an organic thing like if we had put up like a pretty little thing without the SP or ad people are like oh I actually like that but I think a lot of time people would shut off when they see ad mm. so yeah so when I saw those terms and I was like hold on that's 
two stories and two permanent posts. Now I have done paid work on Instagram before and I know sure as hell, like say, you know, this is a 25 euro necklace. And like you said, obviously it would be way cheaper for them to make, but like it kind of divided down if I was to buy it myself that I was doing a five or four each story and a five or four each post. That's 20 euro. Like that's, that's, they're getting so much out of my following for so little. And all I get is this necklace that isn't even freaking really gold. Like, that's annoying. And they gave me, like, a discount code. Now, I understand, like, when you get that as a someone with followers, you're like, okay, this would be nice to give to my followers. It's, like, nice to be able to give people money off who are, like, following me and, you know, give them something back. So I think as well, that's how they lure in the influencer to kind of be, like, you know, I think they kind of do it as well. Uh, well, the reason they do it obviously is to track how many the uptake on their thing. Yeah. So that's why they do it, unless they're giving you a commission. Would uh, that not be more if you're getting paid? No. If they're if they're feeding out people with uh, discount codes, it's to track the uptake on your post. So what they probably are doing is is sending out like. Grabbing about like 50 to 100 micro micro influencers, giving them all a code. Then they'll see who made them the most money off their uh, discount code. So they can look in that on the back end of their website. So they can see like, say you had Mermaid of Jade for 10% off. Mermaid of Jade got like 50 purchases, but like Jenny only got like 15. They're going to go, okay, so now we're going to just work with Mermaid of Jade. And yeah. then probably what they would have done is after a while, either given you commission on that discount code or maybe offered you a sponsored post, like a paid post, because obviously your, yours has a better return on investment. Yeah, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, I'd never seen or heard of this website. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, you know, I, I don't know how good they are at social media and all that shit. But I, and when I went onto the website, everything was 10% off anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, it looked It was like, a random ass website is what I'm trying to explain. Like, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so I was just like, screw this. It's really fucking, it, can ju it just annoyed me like that day. And I went on Twitter. All right, then I started seeing like, yeah, two other people from Dublin um, who are also influencers. And they had like, they had the thing. They had the little nameplate necklace and they were using the code and all. And I was like, okay, they went for it. Which again, no hate. They put up like great pics. They did it really seamlessly. It looked yeah. great. But I was kind of just annoyed that like I, if I didn't have you as like you've worked in social media in the background and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and you're able to school me just like you have done since yeah. you've worked in social media stuff that I've picked up from you so I now know you know that you can be literally taken advantage of yeah. in that world and it's really freaking annoying because they do write the email and it kind of like certain type of way that's like you know you're getting this free thing and oh we'll give you this for your followers and you're kind of like oh well like and you know if you're not doing influence if you're not doing instagram full-time or whatever and it's not your actual bread and butter like why wouldn't you just do it like you're doing a lot of posts for free anyway so mm -hmm. i get that like when but then you also i just kind of thought that's so cheeky of them to be asking for four posts for this cheap necklace yeah it's a, a lot that, like, it's a lot yeah. to ask for four posts and especially how much can you talk about like a lot of people have those nameplate necklaces this is not something that you're like i got this really random thing this is exciting yeah you know and um so i put up some tweets and yeah what we we're kind of what did i say i was kind of like so your tweets are kind of 
and this is what I kind of said to Lindsay, like, they're quite sassy, but because I know Lindsay, and because I'd say, like, her followers are kind of used to the way she talks, and they, they kind of got the tone of it, but, like, I guess when I read them first, I was kind of like, oh, Lindsay is being... Cheeky Piotr. Cheeky today, because you were kind of saying, like, uh, like, you know, um, obviously since I got my 20k, basically what we just said there, um, that you've been getting emails, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, and that you've seen other people bringing it up, and then you kind of ended, rendered it off by kind of, you mostly were pointing at the brand, and you kind of ended it off kind of, not pointing at specific individuals, but you kind of were like, you kind of put it to the influencers who took up the offer, and I understood your point, you were kind of saying like, how are you... Like basically, like, don't say yes to everything that slides into your DMs because yeah. it can de- it can bring down the value of a post from you. Like, and I wasn't even saying. Well, I didn't mean to. Obviously, like we, you know, I'm on Twitter. I only have like a thousand followers or whatever I have on Twitter. Like, it's not a platform that really gets me much attention. Though. Yeah, like, we're not kind tweeters. Of, no, so I kind of feel like it's my place to be a bit more free. Random like, I'm just kind of like blah blah blah. I don't have to like. You know, and I use Twitter as a ranting mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't too. use all social media, but like Twitter, especially, that's what it's for. It's a bitchy freaking. Yeah. You know, it's just like meh, 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 moany kind of. Um, kind of tweet, put your phone down. Yeah, and exactly. Forget about it. And I've tweeted mad shit, and I get literally no attention. Like I oh, would me say too. something mad, and it gets what three likes, or nothing. You know. Um, and yeah, because I don't have as as many eyes on me, I kind of feel. I'm not as judged there. So yeah, yeah. I'd be like, rah, rah, rah. But in the last one, I think I was like, you know, how can you, if you are wanting to make money from Instagram, like in the future, if you want to actually be like aiming, your goal is to like make a living off Instagram or do this full time or whatever. How can a brand, if you are selling a post for a tenner, like two permanent post for a tenner how if then another brand comes and you're trying to configure money and I, I mean I, I was more so just like shooting the shit but if you knew me like you like my yeah. actual people do I we've just done a podcast on you know making like taking bloggers seriously that yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a tr- like important job that like you know it is a true job it is yeah. true work and stuff and I do think that people should be getting paid for stuff so it definitely, it looked maybe like I could have been possibly, you know, talking down on those influencers who, to, who took up the offer. Yeah. But what I meant was that, like, it is, a, it's a difficult job to get into, especially if, because, like, it's self-employment. Yeah. So it's hard, like, if I didn't, like I said, if I didn't know um, the little pick, bits of knowledge that I picked up from you, it's why, like, to be honest, I think a lot of the time you do need an agent unless you are really, really business-minded, because I wouldn't know... I don't feel comfortable riding back and forth to brands negotiating stuff. I just, I yeah. get awkward. I feel like, oh, am I coming across like really spoiled bitch or something? They're mm-hmm. offering me a free thing. I should just be happy and put up my posts. But then, you know, if you are going to further yourself in making money on social media, you do need to be really ballsy. You need to be able, like, it is yeah. a business. You're managing your own business, even if it is just an Instagram account. The only thing I disagreed with you on that tweet was, and that was probably the only tweet that I disagreed with you on, was because, like, just because you do a free post for someone else doesn't mean that you can't charge the next person whatever you want. Because that is the kind of... um beauty of uh self-employment that like you're you don't have to tell someone else what you made in your last post and like a lot of bloggers also will do say 
free posts like when I worked for benefits say benefit don't pay influencers but a lot of influencers were more than happy to kind of do a post for benefit because it gives them an alignment with a luxury brand now obviously this brand like the necklace company as you're saying is not a luxury brand but say for a smaller influencer why they might do that um would be maybe to kind of it it actually will in the long haul open could open I'd say more than likely will open up other opportunities for the blogger now probably not very good opportunities but like if coming from the uh, perspective of a brand if I was looking at micro bloggers or whatever usually what you will do is you'll kind of scan their feed to see do they do posts about brands like if you want your shit shown by an influencer um especially like this kind of company that obviously just doesn't really they're just trying to I think get the most amount of exposure for the least least amount of money mm-hmm. um they're probably going to flick through someone's feed and be like, oh, grand, they did a little preview thing here. They did this here, grand. They just kind of throw up, as you said, they'll throw up an L post here or there. Yeah. Um, and so it can kind of have a bit of a law of attraction kind of thing. Like if you are doing a few posts, you'll probably notice more. I'd say as you have noticed yourself doing more, you probably have gotten more offers. Yeah. And I'm aware of that. But like you said, you know, it's more about like you can still be choosy. And I totally understand as totally. well. Like just because, you know, people like obviously these you know a lot most micro influencers have like a big chunk of their posts are just Random. you know organic posts that yeah they yeah yeah have, most of them you know bought their clothes and styling their clothes putting them out their skincare whatever they're doing on their social media so i don't mean that like it's not the same caliber as like really big bloggers which like every post is kind of probably yeah. going to be and paid for and that's just another kind of story mm-hmm. so I understand that like definitely if they put out a post you know for that necklace that was obviously not a lot of money if a brand was to contact them that they couldn't be like well this is a permanent post cost this much and trying to like yeah. decipher their you know it's I'm more so saying like I kind of I get what you mean I think I think what you mean and tell me if I'm wrong is more like you're not valuing yourself high enough. So if you start off at level zero, you're not very likely for the next chance to go to level 400. You're probably going to be like level 20. I mean, like, like you said, maybe they could. Maybe like if these people are going to consistently be putting up like whatever um, posts and then brands might be like, okay, she is obviously like really good at putting up these posts. Her pictures look great. Like they get attention and then like, you know, it could just ladder up and, you know, she's getting better brands yeah that is obviously a possibility but what i mean is like just because you are a micro influencer or have 20k or don't have an agent it's just it you know is hard sometimes because like it's sad to see like that people you know that they obviously brands are now like honing in on those kind of micro yeah. influencers and because, because they're free slash cheap yeah exactly but you shouldn't like i mean those two people who did post the item they have massive reach like yeah really good they're really influential they like they put up great pictures like their content is deadly so i do think that they should be getting Mm. paid for stuff and that so what was the dramas then oh yeah so the drama was the person one of the people that had uh and also i don't know if they got paid if they negotiated they very well could have i personally just can't do that i hate like i'm not good at I don't know maybe with another brand but like that brand I was just like I can't really be arsed negotiating any kind of payment or like you know being like I can put up one post you know yeah um so I don't know maybe they didn't they succeeded who knows they could have yeah they very well could have 
But um, yeah, so someone wrote to me and was like, you know, I got sent these tweets, which always happens on social media. Shit gets screenshot. Mm-hmm. And not that I was doing it in a way of like, obviously it's a public freaking platform. Yeah. I'm not private in there. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think she was just kind of like questioning me about it. And it's just like, uh, I didn't know how to, it's well, I've never met this person. It's purely over dm yeah that's where i find all just altercations can go awry like i know it's literally like even if it starts off really civil and kind of grand it's like you might even reread the message and then be like hold on did she just like not leave a kiss after i left a kiss i know like i remember once when Lindsay and i were having a fight um and we were like fighting through like DM or text or some bollocks like that. And I was with Michael and I was like getting so stressed out about it. And I was like, what do I do? And he was like, what you do is you stop texting her and you either arrange to meet up or you call her when I leave. He's like, because you're going to get nowhere. And I was like, how do I go? I'm so angry. And then he was just like, look, you're not. And it is so true. And I've actually taken this. So this will be a good bit of advice for any of you gals who are find yourself in this predicament. Just like Rin- predicament. Predicament. <laughs> I was trying to say like two words there. If you find yourself in this kind of awkward sitchy, it's just like, it's way less awkward just to call them because when you're having a fight with someone through DM, through text, anything else, you're not picking up on very important like human, like, social signals like tone of voice eye contact body language also 80% of the shit that you will write in a dm or a text you will not say like and you like say for example say like you know the length of a text you have in a fight you know those big green blocks you get and you're like you also don't know where the other person is so like exactly you know sometimes I can be like mid dm argument with someone and the kids are screaming at me or like I'm also in the company of my friends so I'm just like slyly like having some kind of beef online and then not really concentrating on what I'm saying and just kind of being like and then I read back an hour later I'm like oh my god yeah and it's just like so when you get that big block on your phone you would never speak for that long in an argument. Like it's always like back you say forth, a sentence, I say forth. a sentence, and then it usually gets squashed in like five minutes. Like I remember, then I we did call each other after that, and it was like grand. It's like, difficult when it's like obviously I can't call this person. You know the way. No, that's but it's, a, yeah, it's no. difficult thing. What I'm I mean like, is like it's just funny that like yeah. we're this is like 21st century drama that it's like we are now in the position where, as you said, you've never met this person, you've never spoken to this person, you probably have never really seen them out and around. And in hindsight, open. like. You know, looking back at those tweets, I, you know, I literally did them just being sassy biatch, you know, the way, yeah. like, what I, yeah, I, I just didn't really think about it. Yeah, you're like, being a bit really thoughtless as you Yeah, I was like, blam, blam, tweet away. And then I look back at them and I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucking real bitchy. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. so not cool. Yeah. Really bitchy was not my intentions. Like, yeah. you know, I had, a, you have in Twitter land, you have a small little pocket of, to get your point out and yeah. I was trying you know I was like kind of vibe yeah you were and you were as I said as someone who knew you and I think it's like say your most of your followers would know like your point I think was to me very clear more pointing at the brand but I guess if like say this person I think they said that um the the dms were sent to them and like that can already add another level of like annoyance yeah if it's being sent to you that it's it's kind of like oh, people look. are connecting you yeah they're like look you. she's talking about you and you're like hold on did she think i wouldn't see this and then yeah. it can add this other level of kind of like tension and then it's just it's just such a bloody minefield that and kind of thing it's just so weird as well because i have been in the situation like fucking so much like and i don't <laughs> seem to learn 
which is annoying for me. Like, I just don't need to learn. Yeah. But, you know, okay, I'm just not learning something. I'll just have to keep on trucking on. I think, like, the key, the key is, is, like, I'm, like, I'm no angel out there, but, like, because it's happened to me before where, like, I've, like, maybe, like, subtweeted someone, or, you know, that way where you're, like, kind of thinking about something you tweet about them, and, like, even if they don't notice, I just have anxiety around the tweet. And I'm just, like, I've tried to just make myself be, like, try not be making sassy-ass tweets like that unless they're about, like, a celebrity or yourself. Like, if they're about anyone in any way that yeah, could I kind guess. of find out. like I just literally didn't even think about I like know. that. Do you know the way? I think I've just... I Because I've been caught out sometimes or I've just had mad anxiety about tweets before. Or, like, years later, people have brought up ones that... Like, or I remember, like, one... Like, I remember, like, when I had, like, bloody no followers and, like, I was, like, starting to date Michael and I remember, like, tweeting about that and then, like, he found the trees and stuff and it's just, like, it's so oh awkward. Like, I was, like, I was so depressed because, like, me and Michael were on and off for so long. Uh, and you were tweeting about that? I think I was, like, because, you know, when you had, like, back in 2012, yeah. Twitter was oh, random. I, I had to delete like, mine. Mine was really fucking bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember mine your old really one. Mine was really bad. Like, because... Jamie actually found it when we were first going out and it was literally oh, no. like, ha ha, I gave a guy head in a car park last night. Ha ha ha. <laughs> On the literal internet. The WWW World I World. know. And like, so I remember like tweeting being like, like I think I was tweeting some mad emo shit. Like, it's been when you again, long for someone and they don't give a fuck about you. Once again, like, I am a Scorpio and that is one like just will be eternal emo fucker is just like when the darkness swallows you whole like I think I was reading Sylvia Plath the bell jar at the time like I was feeling like Bukowski like and I I remember him like brought it up to me being like you know I found your Twitter and I was like and it was like years later and it's just that type of like when that type of shit has happened to me even if it's not me getting into drama even if it's just me getting like random shit brought up I'm like just Try and not send the tweet if it's about someone else. It's unless it's like a celebrity or yeah. like. If I think it was more like I just didn't think of it in that way. I yeah. was more thinking what are my aim? I think my overall aim was, you know, to be like transparent yeah, in that. Like you yeah, know, yeah. I was thinking of the people who were looking at because I always get people. I don't even get that much free shit. But like if I see my friends who maybe wouldn't know much about Instagram or wouldn't you know they just follow people and they're like how do you get this free shit I want free shit what do you do and I'm like this is what you do this is what happens you're it's really fucking annoying like you're getting this thing that's worth this amount and you have to put out this much like you know I'm trying to just kind of show the be transparent in that regard so maybe people are like oh okay you know because I just find like in this climate where we're seeing people get freezed of all the time and other people are like oh feeling gel about that yeah. and I wanted to be like especially after the back of the last podcast that we did about like the kind of just being transparent and people not being taken seriously and yeah. blogging blah, blah blah but um yeah I will try and not do that anymore but I've said that before I've said that before and it still happens but ah uh, you're learning from it though <laughs> <laughs> I think it's as well as like my whole social media persona and Jenny and I were talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, we're constantly again, we're in the climate where we're looking for we had the falseness with the bloggers that unveiled itself. And now I think everyone is constantly going on about like we want to see I want real people. I want, you know, authenticity, authenticity, transparency, you know, real person who's true to herself. 
And like I'm trying to be like that. We're trying to be like that. And it goes. But I think there's always some level of a persona you have when you are holding up a camera to your face and you're yeah. talking. You're not just being like if I was being truly, truly real on my Instagram stories, I would just be like picking up the camera and be like, hey, um, <laughs> how are you? You know, like the way that you just chat away in normal life. Especially it's, when it's like, like just you and a camera. Like yeah. that's not normal So you're not going to be Normal Like that's not real So you're not going to be like You know Quote unquote 100% real Like me and If you videoed Lindsay and I That's why I think this podcast People like that Do you know what I mean Is because this Obviously we're across from each other We're actually having a conversation We're not we're looking just, at ourselves Yeah it's we're not just about... holding a mic Like we're not performing Like obviously we're talking to you guys But like after about 20 minutes of the pod Like we usually end up Just having our own chit chat You know Yeah So yeah Anyway we better move on to yeah. the second half of the show So obviously we have our Outsider moment Sponsored by Outsider, Outsider. The most delicious lo- Apple sour lolly tasting Cidre If you haven't tried it Try it And tell us If you also think it tastes like Apple um, sour lollies Because yeah. It's delish It's true uh, So their entire thing is obviously Being an outsider Living your true life Being true to yourself And I heard a gas story This uh, I was at, out for lunch with my friend and um, we were chit-chatting away and she had kind of brought up this fact that she had like gotten with this kind of like semi kind of like for a moment famous guy before. And I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot about that. And uh, she's like, yeah, that's why you should always take a selfie. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, take a selfie with every guy you get with. And like, she was like, just whipped up the selfie with her and this guy. She's like, see, like her in, in Vegas with a club, in a with a club With the guy In the club In the club in, in Vegas And I just thought that was gas Because it's such an outsider thing To be like As like Lindsay and I Were talking about this That most You know most of the time You'd be kind of like Oh You're a like, bit like apprehensive Like Will we take the selfie Like four months in guy And you don't want to look like that You want to pretend I'm not really that into my phone I'm kind of like mm-hmm. Or whatever <laughs> Or just the It's a very like Vulnerable moment Yeah You don't know If you're going to look Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When that front camera comes on, you could look like rotten. It's very, it's ballsy to be like, come on, take so, the selfie. Shout out to my pal for being an absolute outsider and inspiring this moment. And as always, let us know if you have any gas outsider moments because Lindsay and I, we are my bitches, but we're running out of them. JK. Yeah. JK. <laughs> They're just not Ours are two outsiders. Ours are just like, maybe not great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And also, great tip from your pal there. Yeah. Selfie with the lads. Because you just never know. You never, you never know, know when you might need that you selfie. You never know. They could randomly get famous in 10 years and you're like, 
Or when you're a granny and you're like, I have a photograph with that man <laughs> who's now the president of Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> so second half of the show. Um, I was looking through the internet today and I need a kind of interesting article. Sorry, I'm just trying to whip it up here. That came out. Oh, yeah. And I saw this thing and it was like, like the weirdest acronym ever. It was like F-O-M-O-M. L like it was like all these things and I was like what in the bloody hell is that yes I will be reading this article it was on like Twitter moments or something okay and this um, model her name is God what sorry we said we wouldn't do this anymore we're like what's her name sorry hold on Leomi Anderson okay Uh, she's bloody stunning does it look at her Absolute right. She did Victoria's Secret. Whoa. She did. I knew her from. Um, if any girls out there are like me and extremely obsessed with Pat McGrath, she is one of the models for Pat McGrath. And oh, I, I have seen that. Did she have the blue? Yeah. Oh, good God. Dear God, I remember I opened up she is British exquisite. Vogue once, and there was a story with her, and I literally gasped. Like, rarely do I do that with a magazine. I literally opened up the beauty story, and I was like, "That picture <gasps> is iconic, and that blue. Every fecker was wearing that blue. I have that blue one." Every fecker was wearing that blue <laughs> Pat McGrath did bring that blue eyeshadow back into the ether because blue eyeshadow was not having a moment until Pat McGrath brought out the most lit blue fucking eyeshadow. Yeah, it's like not an ad. It's freaking blue. Bloody stunning. So she I wrote wish an ad. I know. I <laughs> please, Jesus. That's one of my like will, but, but, will never happen bucket list things would be to get my makeup done by Pat McGrath. Like if she could do my makeup one day, like that. What would, age is she now? Um. Oh my god She must be in her 50s Late 40s But like It just won't happen Because like She literally does Kim Kardashian's makeup Like Hun you never do No <laughs> You never, you never do, no. But actually That also ties into the So the F-O-M-D Blah 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 Is fear of Missing out My goals So FOMO is obviously Fear of missing out We all it's kind know of shit FOMO Because is. at least You can say FOMO So she's made one That you can't FOMO. say FOMO <laughs> Like that's not gonna be Like not even Like YOLO and FOMO That was the kind of But yeah. anyway Anyway So we all know FOMO Fear of missing tried. out We all Shied on about it You know You have this one weekend Where you're freaking Staying with your mom. Your mom's like We're staying in We're cleaning the house This weekend You're like oh. And all your pals Are going in You're just like Or when you have to go To like your old Secondary school 30th of the girl you have you, just, yeah. you have to go to and the, girlies, the girlies night and there's an actual girl. sexy night going on like with your <laughs> new cool friends and you're sexy like sexy night mm, I have to go with my lame friends I just really envisioned so an mean. orgy <laughs> sexy oh, night I have to go on. to this 30th but there's an orgy going on every weekend sake. feels like <laughs> So she read this article all about her fear of missing out her goals um, which is obviously interesting because like she's like very successful <laughs> she's 25 yeah. she's walked she's had an 11 year career 25 uh, and okay. she has literally i mean you name it she's done it she's walked victoria's secret obviously pat mcgrath she's like a muse for pat mcgrath not just like mm-hmm. has done one shoot with her like she's extremely extremely successful and like she basically breaks it down in different kind of ways she says that like Apparently there's been studies showing that like perfectionism in our generation is leading to uh, anxiety, depression and obsessive compulsive order, which is why we're all so fucked up. Um, 
and mm. also uh, that it's much higher in women. Like all these anxieties are way, way higher mm. than women. Um, and for herself, she said that probably because the added pressures. Probably added pressures and like I think I remember reading a psychiatry paper before um, on something similar and it was actually saying like women are generally more prone to anxiety like mm. just mentally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just like men I think are a bit more prone to depression um, which is why you'll see like you know not one of the reasons but like you know one of the millions of reasons with the male suicide rate being like higher and all that kind of stuff you know blah 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 blah. we could go on different podcast yeah um but that we probably won't be doing for a while seems extremely heavy <laughs> i mean dear god it couldn't be heavier um so also she mentioned that like uh the pew research in- institute said that 88 percent of 18 18 to 29 year olds are on social media which she likens to probably one of the biggest mm-hmm. reasons why we have fear of missing out my goals because not you know back in the day it was you kind of compared yourself to your peers your brother your sister your mom your dad which is obviously still a lot um but now we literally like the comparison has gone widespread like it's gone global like we can be comparing ourselves to kylie jenner which is obviously the most stupid thing you can do because it's like two completely different trajectories um yeah and you know she kind of goes on and on and like you know she could she doesn't really make that many points it's an interesting enough article mostly for me it was interesting because she's so successful <laughs> yeah and like her goals were literally like you know i really put down on paper that i was going to make a million dollars in income when i was 25 and i'm like okay <laughs> okay um and then this like sparked kind of um it's interesting i mean the kind of irony i sorry irony what the fuck irony okay did i say that yeah irony you got there in the end <laughs> irony oh. okay so the irony of her kind of being like you know trying to be like oh we shouldn't be being this way basically yet in the same breath saying what her goal was which would automatically kind of like it has quiver something well I think you hadn't read the article just to be clear so no but what I mean is in the article it wasn't laid out like that like it was very said that did they no no no. she said that but she was kind of making the point that they were insane goals okay but I was just like it's still like hilarious that like that was a goal like yeah that way but I think her whole point was that like like you're like obviously I think she was very it was very self-aware like she was self-aware that like that's an insane thing for your like one of her goals is like for her mum to be able to retire when she was like 26 or something and maybe as well if she has been in the business for that long she's probably around super super successful people and that was her goals were maybe being unmatched like she's seeing like you know she's around Pat McGrath she's around like yeah. huge designers who's she's been... around Gigi Hadid and Kendall yeah. Jenner and all these people are so being so she was made. probably hearing that kind of yeah. level of income or whatever and, and if like, she's okay. done Victoria's Secret you know she's making a lot of money of so course, yeah. I was kind of at least happy that like she wasn't like my goal was to you know make it over to South America once like at least she was like yeah quite honest in it but you know then the BBC wrote a whole articles on it and like they interviewed all these different people and one thing that I kind of noticed that we're kind of going to be more focusing on um because I think this is a very common thing clearly um I noticed that like most of the goals that they were listing in the BBC one mainly were very much oriented around like kind of like career goals which you know fair enough if that's what you want to dedicate your time to although I will almost forever say it's 
kind of pointless um or they were very much tied into like money goals or like possession goals which obviously I understand like why you'd have money goals would be like maybe to buy a house and like be able to afford a family but the way that they were framed it was kind of just like I kind of just felt a bit like oh god is this what like it's kind of like (laughs) I found it to be honest kind of depressing because first of all like I think if you constantly set up your goals to be things that like aren't really going to give you that much actual life fulfillment and like look I'm guilty of it we're all guilty of it you know I'm not saying I'm not coming from a point of like my goals are to be like namaste as fuck like obviously like half my goals are probably completely my goal is to actually give to charity yeah (laughs) like you know but it's just like when it's written in an article that didn't really make much of a point the BBC when I'm kind of referring to um, you could look it up or I'll link it in the description here it was just like they didn't have any extra point which I was kind of reading the article kind of help and they kind of made the end and all point like obviously we should help you know want to be happy and healthy but when you link goals like your life goals and if they're only tied into things that like that are basically kind of end up like making you forfeit like part of your life like one girl was like you know I wanted to be so much further on my career by the time I was 25 and it's like that's grand I mean I understand people want to do that and I'm not hating on people I know people probably hate me for fucking being against that but like it's just such an unfulfilling I think what you mean is like if you are focusing your end goal to be something like you know being super successful or super rich you are in your current point where you are in your life have to work really hard have to sacrifice have to like you see it a lot of times people our age I know people like um if they've just gotten married say and they want to say sorry sorry excuse me coming in there um (laughs) yeah if you like say it happens a lot you hear constantly of people who are saving for homes yeah they have to move back like people who've been renting with their boyfriend and they have to move back separately to their parents house and live really frugally for like you know so many years and then get the mortgage and then they get the mortgage and then they have to again live frugally so they can you know furnish the place and you know it's kind of like that I understand like we're obviously understand that like definitely some of our listeners are probably in that position yeah like I mean I probably I am you know that way so I get it but it is also being aware of like maintaining a sense of contentment in your actual situation and not constantly looking for you know, I will be satisfied or fulfilled when I get to this point or mm. this is what I'm, I kind of... Oh, it, well, I think more my point was like, you're tying your goal... That's my point though. Yeah, yeah oh no, yeah, no, 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 because I just mm. thought you were like, I think this is what you meant. But what I meant was more like tying your point to like completely fruitless things, like climbing the career ladder. Like... But how is that fruitless if it's going to give you like... Obviously, people would be doing that more so for money. Well, no, because they were in these goals, they were talking about like more like the status, like not the money. Like I understand when it's like driven for the money, but like like the this idea that like that we've been sold, especially I feel in the last like 25 years of like our I find I, I really see it a lot in 
people who I went to college with and people who I've worked with people my age it's this like constant yearning to be like climbing up and up and up and up and up the corporate ladder without realizing that like the years that you're spending dedicating your life to a company that doesn't give a fuck about you and we've all done it like you're never going to get them back and if you're spending your entire early 20s which is usually the formative years when you're doing this worrying about climbing up some corporate ladder just to leave the next job and get on to the next flinging the bobbins across the room um and to leave the next job it's like where is the joy in that like how is that a goal like at least enjoy the enjoyment of like maybe if you do find a career or a job or a business that you have that you love like the joy the joy is in like the doing and the learning and the experiences along the way building it like you know for example with this podcast yeah we're not like we want to be the most popular podcast in the whole of Ireland and then we probably want to be like doing a world tour like if we are focused on like constantly trumping ourselves and trumping even other podcasts that are doing better than us it's mm. kind of like takes the focus away from the actual what we really enjoy about the igals is like doing it you know seeing how it's grown mm. even the fact that we had that tiny microphone at the start now we were able to like buy better microphones yeah just, you know obviously the live shows the merch that showing it expanding yeah. and spending time with each other and yeah you know, but what i like the thing obviously most people aren't um self-employed you know like we're in a pretty good position to be you know well still like fingers fingies quest that like we'll be able to like put the time and effort into you know building this up to being a lucrative full-time position but like for example my uh and i'm what i mean is like you you can't it's not that i'm saying you can't get some sort of like fulfillment out of working you definitely can but like when i reflect on all the years like say well i'm 29 in like a month I've been means I've been working like in the professional sector for like seven years, eight years or whatever. Like my best and most fulfilling times in work were like probably the least like career rewarding. Mm. Like it, they were the like that friend who was the outsider moment. Like that's a friend I met in my first job, my first proper job. And we're still such good friends. Like when I think back on that job mm. and the 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 memories that I got from that I remember in that job being so of that mindset of like needing to climb the ladder and like that like you know I'll be happy when and like I because that was when you were just out of college wasn't it? yeah it was when I came back from New York yeah um on you know I spent so much of my effort like having my quote-unquote goal being like the xyz manager the head of this the head of that and like whereas like really what I took away from that job obviously there's some experience but like really the most important thing I took away from that job were like some amazing friendships I made and the same with all my jobs when I look back I'm like you know my last job that I got made redundant from like I was head of social globally Mm. can't really get much higher Mm -hmm. from a big brand I'm like I didn't have any friends in that job and I really didn't take much away from it like Mm. so what I'm saying is like not to be not saying like you know fucking quit your job like I know that's such or that everyone like some people you know may get to the position that they want to be in and be like okay great I'm here yeah I just mean that like it's just such a shit show that a lot of our generation I think I probably see a lot of it just because of like um like going to university and seeing everyone kind of go through that kind of motion of out from university and go to the internships and then get the jobs and it comes with that whole fear of missing out your goals like we are all sold this idea that we're all meant to have as millennials this like same pathway in work that we're like meant to 
you know, I remember like be seeing like people who are like 26 and they're like the head of a department and I'd be like, yeah. I need to, why am I only an assistant? And you get this whole like comparative thing and then you end up, I convinced myself that my goal was to be like head of social globally. It wasn't, you know what I mean? And, you know, I just had to go through that motion to figure it out. But I would never have made that my goal if I wasn't like actively kind of having that kind of like what this girl is talking about, that social media kind of comparison and like seeing people's highlights and seeing that like, you know. It's kind of similar when you think about the FOMO. So FOMO is like fear of missing out. And my mom always says to me and my sisters, because like a lot of the time, We'll be like, oh, we so can't be ours going out tonight. We're knackered. Mm. We're this. We're that. Oh, my mom's like, don't go out then. If you don't want to go out, don't yeah. go out. We're like, yeah, but like, um, you know, everyone's like going. Everyone's going. Like, well, just like, yeah, but you don't want to go. So it's like you are not listening to what your own wants and yeah. desires of just and accepting that you are like accepting that you do want to stay in. But then that you will see other people enjoy themselves and kind of wish that you could also be in on that. It's yeah. the same with like, you know, if you are in the workplace or on social media and seeing other people get really successful and you can be like focused on almost their drive and their yeah. goals and be like wanting to marry it and be like, OK, well, that obviously it's the same with even like the mortgage thing. It's like when you get to a certain age, you kind of start to notice like everyone's buying a house, everyone's saving for a house. And you're kind of like, oh, shit, I should be doing that. Yeah. I should be following suit and keeping up with the like map of, you know, normal. really. Yeah. But like for me personally, I would never be in a position to be able to save for a house. I'm renting you know that's how it is but I could put that pressure on myself of being like you know so many of my friends and other people are getting that you know saving up for the mortgage and they will have that security and I could be nervous about that or else I can just be like you know I am actually quite okay here I Mm -hmm. will always you know touch wood be able to rent I'll figure it out if I have to move out of this place I'll fucking work it out it will you know instead of being focused on I need to get a house. I want that security. I want like, it's kind of like having goals, but having them, I think within a realistic standard and also making sure that it's like what you want. Yeah. And not what you feel you should want or want for like, Mm. you know, approval from society. Like, yeah, that it's your, your, your goals aren't just fitting into like what the kind of expected thing is of you. Like obviously like say in the 60s, like a woman's goals were probably expected to be like married at 19, 20, four kids by the time they're 26, you know. So they would settle down with people that they maybe didn't fully want to be with because yeah. they wanted to fill the goal. Like I've gotten back with partners before I stayed in my marriage to my son's dad for longer than I should have because I wanted to maintain that image mm. and that like apparent security that I felt a family should have and stuff but it's like it's kind of like taking what you want it's kind of just like not looking at yourself from the view of like an outsider yeah looking at yourself from like your own existence and your Mm. own daily like being content and what you want to do with your life yeah because like I just find that like so many sometimes I look back and you know people kind of say oh we've come so far you know like women don't have to do x y and z anymore we don't have to get married which is obviously like i agree with brilliant that we're not tied down to doing one thing now but it, there's also like i think a huge kind of stigma on uh, i mostly see it with women because we are women um you know I, I wouldn't really know about guys but i'm sure there's some some something similar maybe some of our guy uh, fans can let us know mm-hmm. um but like 
that the modern working woman or the modern woman is very much expected to like 100% go to college and get a degree and be a girl boss and like (laughs) you know not really focus on having a family really like that shouldn't really be your priority and or if it is it can't be your only priority oh dear god no and if it is like if you're a mammy, you better be making bows as well. Yeah. Oh, you can't be yeah. sitting on your ass. You better have a mini business on the yeah. side. Oh, you better be like either a blogger mom or you or better a be working part time. Yeah. Or like, you know, one of those random women who are back in the office after three weeks, you know, that way. Mm. And it's like, have we actually given ourselves more work to do? Yeah. Well. And it's like, have we, you know, because like I remember like, who was I talking? I can't remember who the feck I was talking to a while ago. I think it was when I was in New York. So it would have been someone over there. My memory, I swear to God. Um, faces are blurs to me sometimes. Like, I'm anyway, like they don't know. Who I, swear, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm being like my mum. Like, what's this? What were you sh- talking about? New what's York Tuesday. <laughs> um, and like someone said to me, like, oh, you know, I think they brought up kids or something, and I was like, yeah, like I want to have kids, like probably realistically, like in the next, like, I don't know two three years I probably need to be pregnant mm. which is realistic like you know what I mean and they were like no like just being so shook it and I was like well yeah like but I just find that like I kind of not didn't get a look down on but maybe I I think had had more of a kind of like like this is kind of like a not shameful it's a bit of a harsh word but like like let's just use it anyway like a shameful kind of admission to make you know because a lot of girls I know you know I'm lucky that I have you as a friend who's a mother and that has always kind of given me a very different perspective on motherhood and like parenthood which I'm very thankful for um especially in this day and age me as a mom honey anytime I love a good ma but I get what you mean like (laughs) people can think like if you're saying I may want to have kids in two to three years they're like yeah okay bye yeah they're just kind of like uh so you're giving up your freedom you're gonna be a man yeah. then you're not gonna or be they like- just kind of look at you as if you've got six heads mm. and it's kind of like but if i said oh i want to be the ceo girl boss of it guys podcast they'd be like yeah 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 so it's like it's okay for me to dedicate my life to working for a, you know a podcast which is grand my own business yeah hoo-hoo. girl boss um but yeah. it's not okay for me to watch me do both baby yeah <laughs> literally baby Horrible. but it, it's not okay for me to you know want to like want ha- to just have, have fucking a, ch- a fucking family and I just find that I kind mean, of we, odd like, we saw it with Kylie Jenner yeah, the, yeah like huge stigma massive stigma, stigma. everyone was like absolutely very sad you know she's only what 21 yeah she was 20 when she had 20 Stormy. when she had Stormy you know everyone's like oh my goodness awful parenting like put her yeah. you know blaming Chris and blaming everything being very patronising towards her too like you know being like, she's oh, an adult yeah and, and also I remember a lot of it was like really condescending being like obviously she just has so little fulfilment in her yeah. life her life is so superficial or they're like she's, she's doing trying it for the tabloids like I don't think they got that much because she obviously hid it but I think it was, oh, yeah, it was more sure. so like she has such a superficial existence yeah. she's trying to cling on to something and get some like oh, yeah. form of like reality in her life and thinks that like this will be a baby whatever and then they're like when she has the baby and mm. she's posting up a few pictures they're like ah I bet she never sees that baby. It's always with the nanny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And all that, like, you know, you don't... She, like, she puts a picture on Insta. She's using the baby for Insta. She The baby's not on Insta. Where's the baby? Like, yeah. it's just like, she can never fucking win. And and it is strange. Like, it's weird. I, I mean, I've spoken about it before on social media. Like, I've actually been on the radio 
on the wireless talking about the <laughs> subject for many years ago um, about like just being a young me and Claire Balding actually went oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. the radio and we were just talking about being a young mum and how actually you know down in the school gates uh, 90% of the mums are like a lot older me older than me and it's also like they ha- kind of have you know this is I'm not saying them exactly, but like, you know, there can know be that air of kind of like, well, I've had my career, I did all that, well, I traveled the world, sorted. I'm so, and then I decided to have my children. Like, yeah. oh, da, 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 I did it how. Oh, it's that's by how the it playbook. It's like, you know, they, they had their little life, they got their Range Rover, you know, these, you know, and like, look, that's grand. Like, I mean, and fair play to them for doing it, but like, I just find it like in that thing on the goals thing, like, I just found that so many of the goals were so vacuous. I was like, of course, like you're, you have a fear of missing out on getting a mortgage. Mm. That's just a mat. Like obviously, or we'd a fear all- of not being the top dog in yeah. your workplace, in your work, which is like, you know, a never ending top dog. Yeah, and like maybe I think too like freaking deep about some of this shit. But like sometimes, like when I find myself really stressing out about something, it just gives you a bit of perspective. I'm like, on my deathbed. Am I going to be like, if only I made that deadline? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. I, but at least, thank God, I was top dog in that office. And I know there are some people like that, and that's grand. But like, I find a lot of people, I just, I'm a bit skeptical over it. I'm like, are you filling like different voids? Or are you doing this because this is what we're being told to do as society mm. and as women as well? I'm kind of like, are we being sold? Have we been sold a bit of a shit show? I know, some it's of like, it. oh, we're just doing way more. To wrap this up on. Yeah. So obviously, um, I was on Instagram. And I don't know, this, I just, I got enjoyment out of this. Mm-hmm. All right. It's mm-hmm. low key um, kind of to do with this. I just think it's a nice way to wrap it up. Yeah. So Grania Bins is an Instagrammer. And she, she put up a, On a YouTuber On a YouTuber We do enjoy her YouTube Shout out <laughs> Shout out She put up one of those Little question things In her Instagram story You know it's like Ask me anything She was like um, She asked her followers To say like What they do When they're feeling Like anxious Or depressed Or you know You know If they're not feeling good What do they do That will kind of Be a little pick me up And so many of the answers Were really cute Like just simple stuff Like I tidy my room I put on nice music. I do face mask. I like do a candle or whatever. And I just thought that was so like, oh, that's so yeah. nice. It's kind of like sometimes you can be like overwhelmed with like a massive amount of anxiety about like, where's my life going? How am I going to afford this? Blah, blah, blah. Comparing yourself to people who are doing so, you know, massive things and you feel like I need to get to that level and then I maybe mm. won't be feeling like this uptight and anxious. However, like in the moment, Really small things can help that overwhelming feeling, such as tidying your room, yeah. lighting a nice candle, watching a trashy reality show, whatever. Like it's always, which is funny because, like you know, you might think that like if I was like top dog in you know my work or you know got 100k followers, whatever the hell your goal is or like you're longing for. You might think like once I get there, I won't have these like the model was talking about anxiety and, you know, all that stuff, that depression that has been coming more and more common. But it's like you hear like you see of people like who have this like massive amount of pressure and work from being literally in control of like 400 people or whatever the hell you're doing in your fucking job. And they are riddled with stress because they are like the top dog, you know, the way like so you don't know 
that that's the end for you. I think it's just more about like, you know, living in the moment a little bit more yeah. and not and being just a bit kinder to ourselves, not kind of putting that much pressure on ourselves and just enjoying tidying your room and watching a little show sometimes. Yeah. And just kind of getting a bit of perspective helps, you know, and as we said, just always kind of just be like, is this is this my goal or is this like the goal that I think I should have because society's goal other people or me mommy's goal yeah my mom's goal or my fucking best friend's goal because that happens too you know yeah you see her you're like she's working in the magazine I'm gonna be in the it's like and if you think like that you will like if you don't like you can follow the way you think or if it's giving you trouble that kind of comparing stuff you can try and change the way you think that's a goal I would have like you know something a bit more insular rather than like I would try and maybe not be as bitchy online for example <laughs> but um yeah you could change the way you think because if you're constantly going to be chasing something then th- there's never an end road of success so yeah. if your goal is like something a little bit unattainable try and recognize that as well and give yourself small goals yeah small goals are great and goals that are just a little bit more Realistic and attainable And just fulfilling You know Like Holiday to Greece next summer Probably yeah. be more fulfilling to you Than You know I don't know Getting a promotion in the next month like, Or even something like um, You know If you have maybe a more superficial goal Like I want to Own A Louis Vuitton bag Yeah And then maybe balance it out With getting Something that isn't superficial Like I also really want to um, Expand my knowledge on this subject or learn how or to drive you know like something yeah, like something that that's, yeah just not like superficial or not for you know other people's approval or other yeah. people thinking that you are successful like something that's purely kind of for you even if it's like i really want to stop binge drinking i don't know you know something yeah, that's yeah, like yeah 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 or i want to like do more charity work i want to go and feed the homeless once a month with i want to join something charitable mm. yeah because we always find a way of of dedicating ourselves to the big stupid fruitless goals but we always i'd love to charity work doopy doopy doo <laughs> like you know <laughs> like so <laughs> you know maybe like doing like stuff like that will probably just fulfill you so much more because mm, we spoke about a while ago um about saving in a podcast where we were like if you want to spend 200 euro on yeah. a bag make sure that you have 400 euro to save in to addition save in addition so can you afford you can only afford the bag so it's kind of the same with like if you have a goal that's superficial wait balance it out with something that even is just kind like, of i want to see opposite. my best friend more you know like yeah stuff like that. yeah it doesn't like, have to be like we you know fucking we don't do charity to be honest oh yeah, god exactly i'm anxious about that now i know now it's a goal <laughs> you'll see us out on those streets and, next week and we've said it live on a podcast so now we annoyingly have to do it I keep sorry my cardigan is like <laughs> sat over there and I keep on thinking it's Luna's head and I'm just I keep on flicking my head <sighs> okay with that uh, girlies let us know what you think uh, do you have FOMO MG <laughs> or maybe we'll put out one of those question things and be like Give us your two goals, the superficial one and yeah. the more, you know. Or the goal you've given up on that you realized maybe wasn't yeah, your goal. Maybe a past goal that you were like, actually, that ain't my goal. Yeah, exactly. Like, or something that you think, you know, let us know if you agree with us. Do you think that maybe like women have kind of swapped out one goal for another and yeah. now we're just chasing up this other. Or are you mad at us and like, how fucking dare you say that? Oh, or I'm sure have it's you the ever <laughs> Probably. Or have you ever got a goal and you've, or got to the point that you thought you wanted to get to and been like, oh, yeah, 
I hate this. So yeah. let us know. Or the opposite. Did you get there and be like, I'm so glad I had that goal and I'm glad I pushed myself and I'm glad I sacrificed so many years. You know, it's a fucking topic, girlies, and that's what we discuss in this potty waddy. So, as we mentioned, go on to Ticketmaster, buy your tickets, 4th of December in the Sugar Club. We're going to have the lots, we're going to have the cans, we're going to have the cool times. We're going to be Christmassy <laughs> vibes, so which is fun. like December is, it's going to be the start of December, that's when shit starts getting What do they lit. call it? Silly season. Silly season. <laughs> I love that. Crimbo I and also if you're, love I love crimbo, crimbo. And look guys If you are worried about Being like It's a Tuesday It's a Wednesday <laughs> Tell me you won't be out On the Raz Every day of the week In December Okay Again Silly season <laughs> Silly season Silly season Silly girlies <laughs> Silly girls <laughs> See you guys Later And love you so catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 